Welcome to the Jesus 360 podcast, a devotional guide to the names and descriptions of Jesus given to us by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation. Brother Daniel, myself, Blair Phillips, will be talking today about Jesus, the Lamb who has prevailed. And so we're in Revelation chapter 5, verse 5, which I will read. It says, But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And so for our audience, Daniel, we have to remind them that uh, the context here is that the the Lord is holding on the throne in his hand a scroll. And that uh, apparently the Lord is wanting someone to partner with him to open that scroll by being worthy to come and take that scroll from his hand. And finally one is found, this messianic Jewish figure uh, in the line of the tribe of of Judah, the root of David, and that this one has finally prevailed. And so uh, we're going to quickly see here of what he's prevailed to do, and that's to restore God to dwell on earth with man. Yeah, this prevailing uh, act has many implications. The Lamb of God prevails over sin and death, therefore permanently removing the curse that has entered into humanity because of the fall of humanity in the Garden of Eden. He has prevailed over the devil. The scripture talks about in 1 John 3, 8, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 to 10, and 1 Corinthians 15, verse 52 to 57. The scripture is so clearly uh, declaring, the scripture so clearly declared that the lamb has prevailed over the works of the devil. Well, obviously that's tied to the fact that the devil who tempted Adam and Eve caused sin and death to come into humanity. But more than that, the entire created order fell short of the glory of God, fell into chaos and disorder. So the Lord sent the lamb who prevail in the midst of his struggle. In Hebrew chapter 5, verse 7, the scripture talks about him. Because of godly fear, he was heard. He wrestled. So in other words, the Lamb of God was tempted in every way, as Philippians declare, that uh, in every way, in his humanity as we are, but yet he prevailed. Uh, the most, The clearest example of how he prevailed was recorded in Luke chapter 4, where the devil came to him after his 40-day fast and tempted him with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. The same three mortal attack that uh, the devil sent towards Adam and Eve, except the first Adam fell under those attacks. And the second Adam, Jesus Christ, prevailed over the attack and the devil has to retreat. And when, when Jesus went to the cross and gave his life for the redemption of all mankind, he defeated the works of the devil who claimed the whole sway of all humanity under his deception and lies. He, he claims that this one act on the cross would permanently destroy and decisively shift the trajectory of the created order and mankind towards the restoration of all things. Therefore, the prevailing sense 
that we are talking about here is a permanent, eternal shift in terms of his victory and the impact of his victory. So when we come to Revelation chapter 5, when we see that Jesus is now worthy as a slain lamb to approach the ancients of days, to take from his right hand the seal scroll, this is just the outflow of what Jesus has accomplished, the victory that he has accomplished on the cross. Because of the finished work of the cross, therefore now the judgment that is going to result in the permanent destruction of the devil and all his works in a permanent way is recorded in the scroll and sealed by the seven seals. And the ultimate redemption of mankind is also written there because as a seal opened, it will also result in the trumpets and the bowls. And the bowls are the finality of the wrath of God and the trumpet is the declaration and the kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our God and His Christ. So, Blair, this is very profound. When, when the scripture declares that the Lamb of God has prevailed, it is a comprehensive, permanent prevailing. It's not just a, a victory over a skimmish battlefield. It is a permanent victory over an eternal struggle. And Brother Daniel, what comes to mind is the words that Jesus recorded, or was recorded of Jesus saying on the cross that it is finished. It, it is finished that it is a permanent completion of the of the redemption that he is he's able to redeem the spiritual realm he's able to redeem man's relationship with god but then also able to redeem creation itself i mean romans 8 talks about the bondage that creation is in underneath the weight of the curse of the sin of man and so this one has finally been found worthy to take the scroll and we know as we go through revelation that that scroll brings uh, initiates the process of the full redemption of earth and God dwelling on earth again just like Genesis 1 and 2 and 3 with man um, again in in perfect union and perfect partnership and perfect relationship and so uh, this is a glorious name and description of Jesus to behold so how do we pray it through the Jesus 360 prayer model how can we apply this to our lives today yeah, the last part about applying to our lives is actually very important because every day we face battle. Mm-hmm. We face challenges. And some of us go through our lives struggling with pure sense of uh, willpower and trying to overcome different things and bring improvement to certain things. But for those of us who are born again in the Spirit, in Christ Jesus, it's no longer that we live, but Christ that lives within us. The life that are now we now live in the flesh, we live by faith in the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us because we have been crucified with Christ. So with that reality, we need to understand that our raw power and potential comes from the realization that the power of the resurrection, the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit dwells within us. So as we struggle through life, And behold, the Lamb that has prevailed, who has overcome the world, we can go through life with good cheer because as He's an overcomer, we are also an overcomer. And because He has finished the work, the benefit of His finished work is available to us. 
So because He's the Lamb who prevailed, we can trust, we can walk in the reality that we can also prevail through what He has prevailed. And because of that, we can do all things to Christ who strengthen us. Mm -hmm. Now, Paul was not just declaring that as a faith statement. He walked in that reality. He said he's not anxious about anything because he can do all things through Christ who strengthened him. So we need to rely on the strength and the finished work of the cross and the prevailing Lamb to work through a lot of our internal struggle and our external struggle of life every day. And sometimes in life, it is not um, so notable that we're making external progress, but even to maintain a certain steadiness and a certain commitment and integrity require a tremendous amount of strength and effort and moral courage. And that comes from the prevailing Lamb of God. So I would pray for our audience in this special way, Jesus, because you have prevailed on the cross of Calvary as the King of kings and the Lord of lords, so I am the one who is in you, who live and walk in your prevailing work. Lord, it's no longer that I live, but you live within me. Therefore, your crucifixion and your resurrection is dear to me, is real to me. And I experience your strength and your power every day. And as Paul say, I can do all things through you, Jesus, who strengthened me. Today, I face various uh, challenges and uh, things that I feel that you are leading me to accomplish. Some of them are way beyond my capacity. But I know, God, nothing is impossible with God. So here I am, Lord walking with the full sense of reality that you have prevailed, your work is done, and I am entering into your finished work to join you in that victory. So Lord, we thank you. We just ask you, dear Lord, to help us be a blessing to those around us, that our life will be exemplary, that others will see the victory of Christ through our life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And just as we were praying, and even as I was studying this name and description of Jesus earlier, I just really felt importance of it for even those uh, who who wrestle with depression, that this uh, description of Jesus as the one who has prevailed, it has power to break depression off of the souls and hearts of believers who wrestle with that hopelessness, that there is a great hope that we have in Jesus, the one who has prevailed. And so uh, we bless all of you, our audience, and we thank you for joining us for this Jesus 360 podcast, and we look forward to you joining us next time as we continue on through the names and descriptions of Jesus in the book of Revelation. You satisfy my soul You satisfy my soul You satisfy my soul With your love You satisfy